Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. 20s tomorrow night into early Thursday morning. Highs near 50 on Thursday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Georgetown is at 35, Bowie 33, Leesburg 32 degrees, and some of us could be down to the 20s late tonight. 759. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sokas. Coming up, we have two breaking stories. Colorado's Supreme Court has removed former President Donald Trump from the state's primary ballot. And in our area, a ruling on whether the Confederate statue at Arlington National Cemetery can now be removed. Also, alarm bells are ringing for Metro. Will local governments come to the rescue? I'm Dick Yoliano. How's the idea of a $2.2 billion Potomac Yard project going over among people in Alexandria? I'm Matt Small. Imagine getting a refund for an emergency room visit. For some Marylanders, that's in the works. I'm Kate Ryan. 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Colorado Supreme Court decides that former President Trump is ineligible to be on the primary ballot there, saying a provision in the Constitution forbids those who engaged in insurrection from holding office. CBS's Robert Costa. This is a disruptive moment in the 2024 presidential campaign, yanking the Republican frontrunner Donald Trump off the primary ballot in Colorado, a crucial battleground. The Trump campaign says it will appeal the ruling all the way up to the Supreme Court, but Trump's rivals now believe that his legal challenge could prevent a real burden for him, not only in the courtroom, but politically. CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. The lower court in Colorado made it easier on the state Supreme Court by ruling that January 6th was an insurrection and that Donald Trump participated in it, if not incited, the storming of the Capitol. The Supreme Court agreed with those findings and then added that state courts could enforce the disqualification clause and it can be applied against the president. A storm which began in Florida and moved up the coast has killed at least five people and four states are still experiencing major flooding. CBS's Errol Barnett is in Patterson, New Jersey. The deadly storm system left scenes of flooding, buckled roads and down power lines in its wake from the mid-Atlantic to the northeast. In Jackson Falls, New Hampshire, newly melted snow fueled raging rivers and floods. First responders were using drones to search for two people missing in Mexico, Maine. A swollen river caused by five inches of rain swept their car away on Monday. Houthi rebels in Yemen have launched more than 100 drone and missile attacks on at least 10 merchant ships in the Red Sea. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. The attacks are unacceptable. We have national security interests at play in the region. There are international security interests at play in the region, including to the threat to shipping. Um, we take those responsibilities seriously. We're going to continue to do what we can to protect them. Senate leaders say they cannot reach a deal on Ukraine aid or border security by the end of the year. CBS's Allison Keyes. There's already sniping over the failure to come up with a package for lawmakers to vote on, with the Senate's number two Republican, John Thune, accusing Democrats of running out the clock. Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer says everyone understands there's more work to be done and that's going to take more time. A plant in Ecuador is believed to be responsible for hundreds of lead poisonings linked to applesauce it produced. CBS's Alexander Tim. The growing case count comes as the FDA says its inspectors found cinnamon used to make the applesauce at a plant in Ecuador had been contaminated with lead concentrations as high as 5.5 thousand parts per million. That's thousands of times higher than what experts consider safe. This is CBS News. 
Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 803 here on WTOP on this Tuesday evening, December 19th, 2023. Rockville is at the freezing mark, and we're going down to the 20s later. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Breaking news, the Confederate Memorial at Arlington National Cemetery can come down after all. It's the ruling from a federal judge in Alexandria tonight that judge issued a temporary restraining order yesterday after getting an urgent phone call from a group called Defend Arlington. That group told the judge the grave sites next to the memorial were being violated by crews working to take the statue down. The judge lifted the restraining order, though, after touring the site before a hearing today. He said he saw no desecration of any graves and that the grass wasn't even disturbed. The Army plans to remove the memorial this week to comply with the congressional mandate. Stay with us for more details as they come in this week on WTOP. Now to getting around on Metro. Is there enough money? Local governments are responding to the serious budget cuts proposed by Metro's general manager as the system faces a $750 million budget deficit and says it may have to close 10 stations permanently and fire thousands of employees. Now a work group of the Metropolitan Washington Council of Governments is out with a report that makes recommendations to support Metro's request for more cash, but says that Metro's got to put in the work, too. COG's executive director, Clark Mercer, says Metro's $750 million budget deficit, partly driven by the economic impact of the COVID shutdown, is fixable. And among the regional agency's recommendations are boosting the subsidy payments by area governments. We've got our members in Maryland and D.C. and Virginia have got to come together, and I think they're prepared to come together to address this shortfall. The regional agency representing 24 area jurisdictions is also recommending raising fares, lowering administrative costs, and implementing targeted service reductions. COG is cautioning against any drastic cuts in service. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. $2.2 billion. That's the projected cost behind the proposed monumental sports and entertainment project at Alexandria's Potomac Yard. Is it worth it? I do not. That's what Arsalan, who lives in Alexandria, tells WTOP. But the Wizards fan says if the project, which would rely on taxpayer assistance, happens... The developments that do happen are ultimately the best for the citizens. Virginia Democrat Don Beyer, who represents the area in Congress, says one of his key concerns... We take advantage of the economic boom and the cultural boom without sacrificing the community that we've built so beautifully. Bayer tells WTOP his biggest concern is the use of tax-exempt federal bonds to finance the project, something he's rallied against for years. This means basically Americans across the country are going to be in Alexandria, Matt Small, WTOP News. Dozens of people were arrested after a protest in the rotunda of the U.S. Capitol aimed at a ceasefire in Gaza. The rotunda was closed briefly while police led demonstrators away. The protesters dropped shoes on the floor of the Capitol to symbolize the deaths of Palestinian children in these Israeli bombings. Capitol Police say a total of about 60 people were arrested. Some people who went to emergency rooms in Maryland over a five-year period are going to get some of their money back. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells you why. For years, Maryland lawmakers like State Delegate Robin Lewis and Laura Charcutian had been watchdogging problems with medical billing in the state, including when people who qualified for free care were billed 
and then taken to court. It's a nightmare, right, for someone who can't pay $250. That's Delegate Charcutian, who explains as a result of a bill passed in 2022, a variety of state agencies and the Health Services Cost Review Commission will track down patients who qualified for and should have gotten free care during 2017 through 2021, those people will be getting refunds. Now, the Baltimore Banner reports the checks could start going out in mid-2024. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. And now to neighboring Prince George's County, where the school superintendent has been listening to parents, students, and the rest of the public about what should happen with his leadership in the future. That story from WTOP's John Toman. It's a framework for going forward. Superintendent Millard House highlights a few of the immediate actions already taken, including the establishment of a task force focused on student health at High Point High School amid concerns about drug use there. And he also touts an ongoing transportation audit expected to be finished next month aimed at improving the school system's bus service. But student safety and bullying remains a big concern among middle and high school students, and he's vowing that every high school will have enhanced screeners by the end of this year. Long-term, House is vowing an expansion of support for special education. He also mentions new policies could allow for more charter schools in the future. John Dome in WTOP News. Still ahead here on WTOP, more new homes going up. Stay with us at 808. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks... Here's Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Arlington, North Glebe Road, that is blocked in both directions at Military Road by the longstanding crash involving an overturned vehicle. Nobody getting by either way on Glebe Road at Military Road. So if you're coming over the chain bridge, uh, best to make that right turn onto Chain Bridge Road, 123 South, headed toward McLean. Interloop Beltway only briefly slow in Tyson's now, otherwise uh, clearing out nicely. And 66 runs without delay in both directions, both 395 and 95. Each in great shape now. Now, getting into Maryland from northeast D.C., a bit of a slow ride because of the crash. Uh, on 50 eastbound, it is after the ramp to go north on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway and just barely after the ramp and before you get to Kenilworth Avenue. But it is quite slow from South Dakota Avenue getting out to it. 95 Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each doing all right. And 270 northbound, the crash after Watkins Mill has cleared 50 out to the Bay Bridge. That runs without delay. Want to test an electric car? Plug it to fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. 7 News First Alert, meteorologist Steve Root. As we move through the evening and into the overnight, skies will continue to gradually clear with temperatures early tomorrow morning ranging from the 20s to lower 30s. Tomorrow brings plenty of sunshine. It's not going to be as windy, so don't have to deal with wind chill factors. High temperatures 45 to 50 degrees. We're around 50 degrees on Thursday with mostly sunny skies, tracking a dry cold front late Thursday night, only in the mid to upper 40s come Friday and Saturday. Looking ahead to Christmas Eve, it's going to be a dry day on Sunday with temperatures around 50 degrees. Christmas Day, a mix of sun and clouds. High temperatures then anywhere from the upper 40s to middle 50s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Let's check out our temperatures tonight. Already quite cold and never did really warm up today. Rockville is right at 32 degrees, freezing. Ashburn, 33. And Fort Washington, 35. Many of our suburban areas could be down to the 20s overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 
Money News, 10 and 40 past the hour, and Steve Dresner. Construction in new homes rose 14.8% last month at an annual pace of $1.56 million. The highest level in recent years came in April of 2022. That's when new home starts peaked at $1.8 million. Government data released featured gains in November for both single-family and multi-family home construction projects. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 251, S&P 500 up 27, and the Nasdaq finished up 90. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Asia-Pacific markets mostly higher. Tokyo stocks up 1.5%. South Korea's Kospi is up 1%. And the Shanghai Composite is down just a fraction. Coming up here on WTOP, has President Biden come to grips with his own age? We'll check in with Alex Thompson of Axios. 8-11 as we look at campaign 2024. There's no gift that's more beautiful, more versatile, and more meaningful than a beautiful piece of jewelry. And there's no better place to shop than Diamonds Direct, where making memorable moments is our specialty. Last-minute shopper? Relax. This holiday season, we put together our most impressive selection of can't-miss gifts you can get today. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands for every taste and every price range. And don't miss our amazing collection of Swiss timepieces, including pre-owned Rolex watches you can't find anywhere else. Need more inspiration? Inspiration? Check out our online gift guide and even chat with a virtual assistant at DiamondsDirect.com. Ask about flexible financing options as well. Connect with Diamonds Direct and let us help you choose that perfect headliner gift at the absolute best value price. Get all the details, special showroom hours, and lots of ideas now at DiamondsDirect.com. Across from Tyson's Corner Center and in Rockville off Rockville Pike and proud sponsor of UVA Athletics. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Coming up, Georgetown looks for a late rally on the road, and Maryland basketball is about to tip off a game hours after learning the football team will not have its quarterback in their bowl game next weekend. Sports in 10 minutes with Rob on WTOP. Ah, that's the sound of knowing you've got a free ride home guaranteed. If you like carpooling or vanpooling but worry about getting stuck at the office, relax. With Commuter Connections, you can get a free ride home for unexpected emergencies or unscheduled overtime, even if you're commuting just a few times a week. All free. Register or renew today for free at commuterconnections.org or call 800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Timing is everything, and if you've been looking for a luxury vehicle, look no further than Select Auto Imports in Alexandria. For 37 years, Select Auto Imports has saved you thousands off MSRP on pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, and Range Rovers. Now, we're expanding and need room for our new showroom. That means lower prices just got lower. Check out hundreds of luxury vehicles at SelectAutoImports.com or visit us on Van Dorn Street in Alexandria. These savings won't last forever. SelectAutoImports.com Good to have you here now, 814. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking what will be the most significant transfer digital marketing in 2024. With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. 
It's hard to holiday shop for my family because everyone is so different. Becky's a botanist, Kurt's a cook, Ricky's a reptile wrangler, Leah's a lifeguard, Tori's a teacher, and Ian is an insurance. Luckily, I can never go wrong with gifting games from the Virginia Lottery. Everyone gets scratchers and everyone is happy, even Cameron the Critic. I give scratchers every year because I know it's a gift that everyone will love. And I love playing the online instant games. Celebrate the season with the Virginia Lottery. Visit VALottery.com slash holiday. Please gift responsibly. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Now 8.15, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. President Biden is 81 years old. It is considered a central issue in the campaign. While some aides say he is extraordinarily energetic for his age, his insistence that he feels younger than he actually is also may be creating some tension on his re-election team. According to recent polling, more than 70 percent of voters have concerns about President Biden's push for a second term because of how old he is. And we take you live tonight to Alex Thompson. He's national political correspondent at Axios. Welcome back to WTOP, Alex, and thanks for a bit of your time and your reporting here. What are you hearing from President Biden's aides about the kind of tension? Uh, let's call it uh, age denial. That would be at least one perception of what's going on. Well, thank you so much for having me. And, you know, age denial, I think, is the right term, um, which is, you know, aides have been struck that in private, Biden repeatedly insists, and not just in a joking way, but a very sincere way, that he feels so much younger than his age. And, you know, that can create a little bit of eye rolls among staff, but it also creates some concern among staff that, you know, that Joe Biden does not quite realize how old he can come across to other people. And then this basically creates this very delicate and at times tense battle over the schedule in particular, which is, you know, his aides and in particular First Lady uh, Joe Biden really want to get him a little bit more rest. Um, you know, especially going into 2024, they want to make sure that every public appearance he has, he is at his the top of his game. But the fact of the matter is that Joe Biden is in a little bit of denial that he is does not have exactly the same amount of energy that he had 10 or 15 years ago. So at times he overextends himself and then ends up making himself more tired and then appears more tired in public. You know, it's not brand new taking it out of the election realm and just into the global affairs realm. All these overseas trips that, of course, the president has to take. Sometimes I've noticed he skipped the big dinners and just focused on the, the working groups and the meetings, you know, whether you're talking climate or uh, global economies or whatever he's working on. He'll sometimes skip some of the social aspects to get some rest. So, as I say, it's not brand new. Is he now insisting, look, I want to do it all. I want to rally. I want to have the dinner. I want to go out to every event possible. You know, I I would say that him missing some of those dinners are a few very are, are a few concessions that he makes when people push him. I think the the anxiety though is getting more pronounced as they are going into an election year in which voters have significant concerns about how old he is, and and he wants to make sure to change those numbers. So I think his instinct is I want to do more, and some of his aides' instinct is you should do less and make sure you're at the top of your game when you do it. I see. And so we don't know quite how that's going to play out. Who's going to win? No, we, we don't. Uh, I mean, my money uh, is on Joe Biden, but you never know. Joe Biden is a, is a proud man. 
Yeah, I, just to finish up here, though, I mean, I know that when he goes on vacation in Delaware, we see him riding a bike, and he he do, does, uh, you know, as much to show that he is he is active and athletic and all of that. Wouldn't that help him uh, to, to show that he's got a really rigorous schedule and is, is kind of running up to the podium and, and that kind of thing? Well, it's his, and this is where they find a bit of this cleavage here where, yes, that's true. If he is at the top of his game when he goes out there, the problem is that sometimes he pushes beyond his normal limits. And that's when they get into a situation when he'll do that, but then he appears very tired and fatigued. And then it sort of reinforces some of the negative images about his age. And so getting the right balance of rest and when you do public announcements, that's been the trick. All right. Appreciate it very much, Alex. Good to hear from you again. Great to hear from you, too. Appreciate it. Thank you. Alex Thompson, live on WTOP. Axios is national political correspondent. A battle brewing within the Biden re-election campaign. How many events should he do? Should he choose his events more carefully to look more energetic when he does appear? Two breaking stories tonight among our top stories. Former President Trump removed from Colorado's primary ballot by the state Supreme Court over his role in the January 6th Capitol riot. A federal judge rules the memorial to Confederate soldiers at Arlington National Cemetery can come down. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. We're going to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, pretty much cleared out now. But in Arlington, still with the crash, Glebe Road is uh, blocked in both directions, uh, really between Chain Bridge Road and Military Road, still working on that overturned vehicle so that if you come out uh, over the Chain Bridge into Virginia, uh, really you'll just have to make a right turn onto Chain Bridge Road to head toward McLean. On 66, no incidents or delays in either direction. We're in great shape on both 395 and 95 right now. As far south as Fredericksburg, your travel lanes are open. Coming out of northeast D.C. into Maryland, however, delays from South Dakota Avenue lead to the crash in Maryland uh, just after the ramp uh, to get onto the northbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway. 50 in Maryland, though, does run well from Kenilworth Avenue out to the Bay Bridge. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running without delay between the beltways, and all's quiet on 270. Save your gas and let Budget Blinds bring the blinds and shade samples to your Alexandria or Glen Burnie home or business. Budget Blinds offers style and service to fit your budget. Visit BudgetBlinds.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, let's go to Steve Rudin next. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist. Skies will continue to clear, moving through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight with wake-up temperatures tomorrow morning in the 20s to lower 30s. Sunshine is back full force for your Wednesday, a good travel day. Temperatures mid-40s to around 50. It's not going to be quite as windy. We'll see temperatures nearing 50 degrees on Thursday, cooler on Friday behind a dry cold front. Highs will be in the middle 40s, mid to upper 40s on Saturday, and 50 come Sunday and Christmas Day. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin of the First Alert Weather Center. Manassas 33, Metro Center 36, Frederick, Maryland 33 degrees, but air temperatures actually going down into the 20s in our suburban areas. Coming up here, why you shouldn't shy away from gossiping with your co-workers. 821. When it's time to buy new appliances, you want to pay less. And you probably think that means heading to a big box store. But for the best appliance deals, remember, Bray beats big. At Bray & Scarf, we start with instant savings that make us competitive every day. Then we break out of the box with exclusive package rebates on top of manufacturer rebates the big box stores simply don't have. And if you do find a lower price locally, we'll match it for up to 30 days after purchase. Don't fall for the big illusion that the big box stores save you more. The better appliance deals are at Bray & Scarf. 
Don't miss the year-end clearance event going on now at Bray & Scarf with great deals on great appliances in-store and online. All in-stock KitchenAid dishwashers are on sale and save on Whirlpool washers and dryers. Come see for yourself that Bray beats big. Visit any of Bray & Scarf's convenient locations or shop online at BrayAndScarf.com where it doesn't cost more to get more. CBS News special report. Colorado's high court says Donald Trump is ineligible for the state's GOP primary under the Constitution's insurrection clause. Trump's campaign takes it to the U.S. Supreme Court next. Legal contributor Jessica Levinson. It's up to the Supreme Court to determine whether or not Trump will appear on the Colorado election ballot. If the U.S. Supreme Court rules that Colorado was correct, we can expect to see other state Supreme Courts follow suit. Election law expert David Becker on the Colorado ruling. They said that they are staying their own decision, meaning that his name is still going to be placed on the ballot until at least January 4th, giving the former president time to appeal this to the United States Supreme Court. And if they do take this case, that stay will remain in effect. So his name will remain on the ballot until the United States Supreme Court upholds the decision of the Colorado Supreme Court if it chooses to do that. CBS News Special Report. I'm Peter King. Meantime, foreign agents such as Russia, China, Iran and Cuba meddling in last year's election did more damage than was done in the 2018 election cycle. A new assessment from the U.S. intelligence community also shows next year's election cycle will be a prime target. What can we expect? They're likely to take a look at what worked in 2022, in 2018, and before. And they're going to reapply updated tactics to match their objectives today. And what that means is they're going to see which candidates match their interest, and they're going to try to support them, mostly using disinformation or misinformation, etc. And then they're going to take a look at those that threatened their regimes, and they're going to look as well to use that disinformation or misinformation to try to minimize those candidates' chances of winning. That's WTOP's national security correspondent, J.J. Green. If you're the office gossip, keep it up. A new study shows spilling the tea is actually good for the workplace. Researchers at Binghamton University School of Management found that gossiping can boost a company's effectiveness. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. The workers surveyed thought Negative gossip, though, was more like complaining. Positive gossip was seen as much more valuable. The study found that positive gossip actually reduces employee turnover at your company. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Eye on Travel Minute. Thanksgiving is over, at least in the U.S., but for trip planning purposes, you might want to be aware of Thanksgiving holidays in other destinations. Brazil's version of the holiday is known as Dia de Acau de Gracas and encompasses a church service followed by a festive meal and autumn carnival. In the Netherlands, many go to the Pieterskirk Church to honor those who left the Dutch town of Leiden to settle in the New World in the early 1600s. Liberia holds its own Thanksgiving celebration and has done so for 150 years with a special Thanksgiving meal. Canada, Grenada, Austria, and Switzerland each have their own versions of the holiday as well. For more information, visit petergreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now 825. We're going to Rob Woodfork. All right, Georgetown's two-game win streak on life support at Butler. Uh, in the final two minutes, they're down 13 points in this battle of dogs. Uh, Dontres Styles actually just fouled out with a game-high 19 points for the Hoyas on a night when he is the only consistent scoring threat 
for a team shooting 37% from the floor. Three other games of local interest roughly midway through the second half. George Mason trying to pull away from Bridgewater College up double digits. Number 20, James Madison went on a 13-4 run out of halftime. They all